next on the 5 o'clock report. Every vote does count. I will bring change to Washington. Get your friends, get your families all ready to vote. We need a landslide. I will veto it. We are paying a lot in groceries. Send us vote Democrat. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Red wave or deep blue pool? Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. Every vote does count. Well, that's the one thing we can all hopefully count on as one of the most contentious and pivotal midterm elections in modern American history prepares to cross the finish line. From the halls of Congress to state houses nationwide, Republicans and Democrats have offered voters starkly contrasting platforms. Pennsylvania's U.S. Senate race has garnered plenty of national attention. Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz and Democrat John Fetterman spent the weekend in the Philadelphia area looking for every last vote. I will bring change to Washington so they treat us the way we deserve. And I'm going to need every one of you to go out, get your friends, get your families all ready to vote. The balance of power in Washington hangs in the balance in PA and a handful of other toss-up states. CBS News considers 10 of them to be battlegrounds and five of them toss-up races. Republicans need just one. They're eyeing Georgia, Nevada, Arizona, especially for pickup. CBS's Ed O'Keefe. With so much at stake, the big names made the campaign rounds all weekend as well, including former President Donald Trump. We are just two days away from the most important midterm election in American history. And we need a landslide so big that the radical left cannot rig it or steal it. President Biden and many Democrats have done their best to make tomorrow's vote all about abortion rights. If Republicans gain control of Congress and pass a nationwide ban on abortion, I will veto it. Voter priorities seem strongly divided as well on economics versus abortion. Gas definitely has gone up. We are paying a lot in groceries. The overturning of Roe v. Wade is sending a lot of girls my age to the polls. Headed to the polls tomorrow, or did you vote early? CBS News Director of Elections Anthony Salvanto says the 40 million early votes cast nationwide so far are a big chunk of the expected final total. I expect that's going to be about half of all votes cast. So we've hit about 40 million, might go up as many as 60 million when all is said and done before we get to tomorrow morning. And then we're expecting right now near record turnout could hit around 120 million. Polling experts have been predicting a GOP takeover of the House, if not the Senate as well. What happens if that happens? They could potentially bring up articles of impeachment, which some Republicans have talked about. Political observer Leonard Steinhorn. UVA Center for Politics Director Larry Sabato says if Republicans take even one House, President Biden would have to scale back his agenda. He'd issue a lot of executive orders. And says Sabato, he'd appoint acting secretaries who would not need Senate confirmation. CBS's Linda Kenyon. In the New York governor's race, Republican Lee Zeldin held rallies in the Hudson Valley and Western New York over the weekend. Every last COVID mandate that we can get rid of in this state will be gone. Governor Kathy Hochul talked to crowds in Yonkers. You want to protect our environment for generations to come? Then just vote Democrat. Will the predicted red wave make it all the way to the Hudson? Unhappy voters tend to vote out incumbents. And I think that's where we are in, in, in New York and beyond. St. John's University's political science professor Brian Brown says the race between incumbent Democrat Kathy Hochul and her Republican challenger Lee Zeldin will come down to independent voters and voter turnout. Brown warns the winner may not be known until all the absentee ballots are opened. 
NBC's John Bernaysi reporting. A Russian businessman admitting to interfering in U.S. elections. And he says he'll do it again if he can. That's the first such admission from such a figure. Evgeny Prigozhin, nicknamed Putin's chef, is one of the closest allies of the Russian president. A new poll sheds new light on politics and church. It comes from Lifeway Research, and it finds that 55% of Protestants say their political views match those of most of the folks in their congregation. 23% say that's not the case of their church, and 22% really don't know what their fellow parishioners think about politics. Lifeway also reports that while about half of Protestant churchgoers would rather be in a congregation that is politically homogeneous, it isn't a deal breaker. Michael Harrington reporting. Elsewhere this day, first Twitter, now Facebook parent Meta, contemplating massive layoffs. Meta could announce as soon as Wednesday that several thousand tech workers will be laid off. Regular Facebook user Charles says he's not surprised because the company is under mounting regulatory pressure. They're doing what they have to. They're responding to the changing laws. I'm sorry to hear folks are going to lose their jobs. Matt Bigler in California. The southeast U.S. bracing for another tropical onslaught. I'm Jim Chrysula, Tybee Island, Georgia. To say hello to subtropical storm Nicole. It's predicted to produce dangerous weather much of this week across parts of the Bahamas and southeastern U.S. from Florida to Virginia. There will be the threat of rough surf, strong damaging winds, periods of torrential rain. The system could spawn deadly tornadoes as well. upon a time Bob Dylan famously sang those lyrics, but that literally came true in West Texas recently. A huge stack of SAT exams were lost while being transported by UPS, a mistake for which the carrier is now apologizing profusely. A social media post showed the answer sheets blowing in the wind down the street in El Paso. The school district there says all but 55 of the exams have been recovered. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, a closer look at the New York and Pennsylvania political races, a timely reminder about keeping school buses safe, and Buffalo's comeback kid needs a comeback of his own. Hi, I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast. High pressure will keep our skies fair and the air comfortable. It'll be clear tonight and moonlit until the eclipse, turning chillier than recent nights, low temperatures, 30s and low 40s. For tomorrow and Wednesday, nice days, plenty of sunshine. It'll be cooler tomorrow than recent days, the high in the 40s and low 50s. A little milder, though, on Wednesday again, with high temperatures then close to 60. Thank you, Kevin Williams. Now checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. Well, a little more than 12 hours from now, polls open across New York State. The true final stretch run in a contentious midterm election. The featured bout on the Empire State card has been Democratic Governor Kathy Hochul against Republican challenger Lee Zeldin. A lot of energy, but also we have the momentum. We're going to do this. That's Hochul. Over the weekend, the governor was joined by President Biden downstate. What's going to happen the next couple years is going to have more to do with what this country looks like 20 years from now. Republican challenger Zeldin held rallies in the Hudson Valley and western New York over the weekend. We have to make sure by 9 p.m. on Tuesday that everyone in our life actually gets out and votes. New York polling places open 6 a.m. tomorrow. They're open until 9 p.m. The hours in Pennsylvania are 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., where the featured race locally and nationally has been the U.S. Senate contest between Democrat John Fetterman and Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz. WJAC-TV hit the streets in State College to see where voters stand. Are you decided or undecided? Undecided. I'm undecided. I'm a decided voter. I'm undecided. I'd say I'm decided. I'm pretty decided as well. But who to vote for? Uh, I'm probably undecided right now. Frankly, I don't like either candidate, and uh, 
as of now, I'd rather vote for nobody than two bad options. I truly don't know where I stand, so I don't feel like I should vote if I don't know. For this election, for me, there is absolutely a decided candidate that I should vote for. Whenever I'm in the ballot box, I'm in there for 30 minutes on my phone doing research and then finally just biting the bullet and deciding. I'm confident in the elections process. I have my doubts, but I also, I believe in the system, and I think we'll get there eventually. PA elections officials are cautioning voters to not expect instantaneous results tomorrow night. And Allegheny County says over a thousand people who sent in mail-in ballots for the midterms need to fix those ballots for them to be counted. Yesterday, the county released a list of names whose ballots were either incorrectly dated or didn't include a date. Earlier this month, you may recall the Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled that state officials cannot count votes from mail-in or absentee ballots that don't have accurate handwritten dates on their return envelopes. Elsewhere this day, the driver of a dump truck and his passenger fatally injured Monday when the vehicle hit an overpass on eastbound I-78 in Lehigh County. The coroner's office says the identities of the deceased will be released once next of kin have been notified. A reminder from Pennsylvania transportation and high school officials to play it extra safe driving near school buses. It's our duty to follow the law and stop for buses while children are getting on or off. No errand, meeting or engaging is more important than a child's life, so slow down and be aware of your surroundings when you're behind the wheel. Acting Secretary of PA Department of Education Eric Haggerty, West Shore Superintendent Todd Schultz says, We have buses on the road as early as 6.30 a.m., and we have buses that are still on the road probably as late as 4.45 p.m. And with that time change and shortening of daylight hours, lighting not ideal at times, buses are on the roads now. State records show Governor Tom Wolf has vetoed 65 bills since 2015. A spokeswoman for his office says his tally has surpassed that of Democratic Governor Robert Casey, who compiled 50 vetoes, but she also says the governor has signed 95% of the bills that came to his desk. Lawmakers return to session later this month. Deer hunting, getting a little easier to do in Pennsylvania next year. That story from Family Life's Terry Diener. The governor signed a bill that will enable hunters to buy antlerless deer licenses wherever hunting licenses are sold, including over the internet. Previously, doe tags could be purchased only from individual county treasurer's offices by postal mail or in person. The law will go into effect with the sale of 2023-2024 hunting licenses available in mid-June. Terry Diener, Family Life News. Thanks, Terry. A church in northeastern PA held a coat drive recently to help war-torn Ukraine. The Peckville Assembly of God collected the jackets over the course of five weeks in Lackawanna County. The coats now on their way to the orphans' hands in Tennessee. President Philip Cameron. These coats that this great church and many across the country have given over 15,000 so far are going to be the difference in life and death for many, many people. Cameron says the jackets are at a warehouse in Tennessee and ready to be shipped overseas. Back to New York now, a four-year-old girl continuing to recover after being the victim of a weekend shooting in Rochester. Police say the child was hit by gunfire early yesterday while she was in a parked car. She was taken to a nearby hospital for treatment of non-life-threatening injuries. No word if an arrest has been made in that shooting. Members of the Baldwinsville Central School District's Board of Education meeting again tonight for another executive session. Syracuse Post Standard reports it's going to be the third time the board's gathered for such a meeting since the drunk driving arrest of Superintendent Jason Thompson last month. He has pleaded not guilty but remains on paid administrative leave. A new farm-to-table restaurant opening this week at the Arnott Mall in Big Flats, New York. Co-owner Samantha Hernandez says Ella's Acres focuses on fresh food straight off the farm. There's not a lot of places that offer healthy food, fresh food, um, and the feedback that we've received, especially with the younger generation, is that people want to kind of get back to that. They want to be closer to their food. They don't want to be eating all these chemicals and all this other stuff that they don't know what it is. 
The restaurant will officially open Friday near Regal Cinemas in Arnett Mall. A group of dancers from Central New York will be performing at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. 19 high schoolers from the Armstrong School of Dance will head to the Big Apple this month. The director of the Ithaca School says the dancers will be working with nationally known choreographers for six hours a day leading up to Parade Day. And a name near and dear to Buffalo sports fans has hit hard times. The NFL's Indianapolis Colts have fired head coach Frank Reich. As a quarterback, Reich rose to fame for leading two of football's most epic comebacks ever, leading Maryland to a comeback win against Miami after trailing 31 to nothing, and then bettering that feat in the NFL by leading the Bills to the greatest comeback in league history, a 41-38 overtime wild card playoff game win against the Houston Oilers in which Buffalo trailed 35-3 in the third quarter. I was in the stands for that one. The Nightly Market Report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. After some bouncing today, the major indexes finished higher. Reports showing a significant slowdown in consumers acquiring debt, perhaps indicating some effectiveness of higher interest rates. Additionally, used car data shows prices are beginning to come down. Facebook parent Meta rose 6.5% on reports that they will begin layoffs, while Tesla dropped 5%. Midterm elections are tomorrow and often markets react well to clear results and the consumer price index numbers for October will come out on Thursday. Oil trading at $92 a barrel. The Dow rose 423 points. The S&P 500 adding 36 and the Nasdaq gaining 89. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at AmbassadorAdvisors.com. This is the 5 o'clock report. On Family Life. Have you experienced losses from investments you thought were safe? No matter what you've lost, there's always hope. Hi, I'm Rob West with today's Money Wise Minute. When we experience a financial setback, it's good to remember the words of Solomon in Proverbs 23. Do not weary yourself to gain wealth. Cease from your consideration of it. When you set your eyes on it, it is gone. For wealth certainly makes itself wings like an eagle that flies toward the heavens. Solomon tells us to put our trust elsewhere. Wealth can be lost as quickly as an eagle can fly away. But our hope in God can be rock solid in eternity. He promises to never leave us or forsake us. God will meet your needs and provide your daily bread and give you hope even if earthly riches fail you. Manage your finances wisely with the easy-to-use MoneyWise app. Download MoneyWise Biblical Finance from your app store or learn more at moneywise.org. And coming up on the 5 o'clock report, turkeys don't generally have a whole lot to be thankful for when it comes to Thanksgiving Day, but we serve up a notable exception straight ahead. Hi, I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. High pressure will keep our skies fair and the air comfortable. Temperatures will be lower tonight and tomorrow than they've been of late, but still at reasonable levels for November. By the way, late tonight, as you may have heard, there'll be a total lunar eclipse. It begins after 5 in the morning. It'll be clear tonight and moonlit until the eclipse, turning chillier than recent nights. Low temperatures, 30s and low 40s. For tomorrow and Wednesday, nice days, plenty of sunshine. It'll be cooler tomorrow than recent days, the high in the 40s and low 50s. A little milder, though, on Wednesday again, with high temperatures then close to 60. Thanks, Kevin. Finally at 5, a Missouri farm is flipping the script for turkeys on Thanksgiving Day this year. Family Life's Brian Query has her story. A farm near St. Louis has decided to use turkeys to help with Thanksgiving this year, but probably not in the way that you think. Instead of offering them for dinner, they're available... (laughs) 
for cuddles. The Gentle Barn is a national nonprofit organization that rescues abused and neglected farm animals, providing them with sanctuary and training them to be comfort animals for people. The farm has pigs, donkeys, ducks, and cows, but the star of this month's show is its turkeys, named Neptune and Smudge. Staff from the Gentle Barn say that the turkeys love to cuddle and will sit on your lap. Having a foul day? For a donation to help the barn's rescue efforts, visitors can book a time to hug, hold, pamper, and pet a turkey. You can even feed the turkeys, so I guess you could say you're really helping them get stuffed. Brian Query, Family Life News. Huh, cuddly is not the first word that pops into my head when it comes to turkeys. Anyway, that's the world we live in for Monday, November 7th, 2022. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.